This is Warrior's Way Podcast, Episode 23, and I'm James Eek. Order is where the people around you act according to well-understood social norms and remain predictable and cooperative. It's the world of social structure, explored territory, and familiarity. The state of order is typically portrayed symbolically, imaginatively, as masculine. It's the wise king and the tyrant forever bound together as society is simultaneously structure and oppression. Chaos, by contrast, is where or when something unexpected happens. Chaos emerges in trivial form when you tell a joke at a party with people you think you know and a silent, embarrassing chill falls all over the gathering. Chaos is what emerges more catastrophically when you suddenly find yourself without employment or are betrayed by a lover. As the antithesis of symbolically masculine order, it is presented imaginatively as feminine. It's the new and unpredictable suddenly emerging in the midst of commonplace familiar. It's creation and destruction, the source of new things and the destination of the dead as nature, as opposed to culture, as simultaneously birth and demise. Order and chaos are the yin and yang of the famous Taoist symbol. Two serpents, head to tail. Order is white, masculine serpent. Chaos, its black, feminine counterpart. The black dot in the white and the white in the black indicate the possibility of transformation. Just when things seem secure, the unknown can loom, unexpectedly and large. Conversely, just when everything seems lost, new order can emerge from catastrophe and chaos. For the, the Taoist, meaning is to be found on the border between the ever-entwined pair. To walk that border is to stay on the path of life, the divine way. And that's much better than happiness. We're pack animals, beasts of burden. We must bear a load to justify our miserable existence. We require routine and tradition. That's order. Order can become excessive, and that's not good. But chaos can swamp us, so we drown, and that's also not good. We need to stay on the straight and narrow path. There is the dividing line between order and chaos. That's where we are simultaneously stable enough, exploring enough, transforming enough, repairing enough, and cooperating enough. It's there we find the meaning that justifies life and its inevitable suffering. Perhaps if we lived properly, we would be able to tolerate the weight of our own self-consciousness. Perhaps if we lived properly, we could withstand the knowledge of our own fragility and mortality without the sense of aggrieved victimhood that produces first resentment, then envy, and then the desire for revenge and destruction. 
Perhaps if we live properly, we wouldn't have to turn to totalitarian certainty to shield ourselves from the knowledge of our own sufficiency and ignorance. Perhaps we could come to avoid those pathways to hell. And we have seen in the terrible 20th century just how real hell can be. Anyone who studied any history knows just how true that last line is. This is an extract from Dr. Jordan B. Peterson's book, The Twelve Rules for Life, An Antidote to Chaos. Dr. Peterson, if you haven't heard about him, you can find him all over the internet. Um, he is a Canadian clinical psychologist and a professor and obviously an author. Um... If you haven't had a chance to read this book, I'd recommend it. Uh, there's going to be a lot of things that you read on the internet saying a lot of things good and bad about the book. Um, he has gotten some attention lately, and I'll leave that to you to dig into. But the book is worth reading. I'd really recommend it. It's very much like holding up a mirror and looking at your life and the world around you and how we as humans work. And let's face it, anything that makes you think, anything that makes you examine your own life, that's worth the work of digging into it. As with any good look into a mirror, sometimes we don't like what we see looking back. Sometimes we don't like the mirror. Sometimes we don't like the person holding it either. But like Socrates said, an unexamined life is not worth living. So take a look at the book. Pick it up. See what you can get from it. Our training, it's the same kind of thing. If it's done properly, your training is going to show you what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. If it matters to you, it spurs you on. It makes you dig in. It makes you hungry for more constantly. Our training is what keeps the chaos at bay. It's what keeps the darkness away. We can run. We can pretend that our distractions all matter. We can tell ourselves we can put things off. We can believe that we can find something better or something somewhere outside, something better somewhere else. And we can believe that, but it's a lie. And the worst lies are the ones that we tell ourselves and that we believe. The Zen master Dogen cautioned when he was talking about Zen training, do not travel far to other dusty lands forsaking your own sitting place. If you cannot find the truth where you are now, you will never find it. If you make even a single misstep, you stray from the great way lying directly before you. You have gained the pivotal opportunity of human form. Do not let your time pass in vain. I first was given uh, a small little book about Dogen 
probably it would have been around 1992 93 94 somewhere in there and it really changed the way that i thought about a lot of things we can run around we can get ourselves distracted by everything in our lives we can decide that the grass is always greener on the other side But we forget that we have everything that we need right here. And sometimes we throw that away. And sometimes we throw it away for nothing. Listening to those lies we tell ourselves and that we believe. And like Dogen says here, do not let your time pass in vain. I think that that is great advice for all of us because time is running out. We need to get at it. We need to keep the heap up. We need to understand that the training we do, the path we are on is the most important things in our lives for one simple reason. It's our lives we are training for. To improve, to understand, and to make something of. You can run, you can hide, you can pretend. But if you listen to that clock ticking, if you listen to that voice inside of you, if you take just a moment and breathe, you'll know. Training, our training, makes it possible to traverse the path through the chaos. And without it, you're lost in the darkness. Without it, you'll be dragged down into its depths and not even realize it. And that's what Dr. Peterson, without you know putting my two cents into his book, <laughs> but that's kind of what he's writing about. He's given... 12 rules for life that is training. And it helps us to navigate on that narrow path between the chaos and the order. And some of you might be thinking, order, the order's okay. And hey, James Eek, you were a combat arms guy. You must like order. Order is good, just as some chaos is good. Um, but order, you can never forget that uh, things like Nazism, that is order to the extreme. Any thing that happens that is totalitarian, that's order. So we have to be very careful. If you've ever trained in martial arts school and the word and edicts of a martial arts instructor are treated as if it is coming from on high carved into a tablet given by god himself or herself um, then you'll know what order can be like it can be just as destructive as chaos and we have to be very careful 
not to dive into either. When we throw away everything that we have and dive into the sea of chaos, we can't be surprised when we find monsters in that water. I'm not going to get into all of Dr. Peterson's 12 rules. Um, I think you should read the book for yourself and find out if it speaks to you. Some of you are going to like it. Some of you aren't going to like it. Um, He gets into some heavy topics in there. I personally got a lot out of the book. Um, But like I've said in previous podcasts, I try to cultivate an open and discriminating mind. And what I mean by that is I try to glean good things or useful things from everything. I think that when you train hard enough and long enough, you start to see the thread of training in everything. And there's going to be people that are going to tell you that, uh, ah, you shouldn't read that, don't worry about that thing. But I think Dr. Peterson is um, someone worth listening to. He has been a professor for quite a long time. He is a very educated man, and he obviously thinks about a lot of things. And it's not a bad thing to get somebody's insight, especially when maybe they have spent a lifetime digging in to the roots of things. You should read it. But you should read all the books that we talk about and way more. And if you're listening to this podcast and you aren't reading anything right now, what the heck are you doing? You need to exercise the body and you need to exercise the mind. You don't have to buy everything that anyone is laying down. Not me, not Jordan B. Peterson. Heck, make your own 12 rules for life. Make your own 13 rules for life, your 100 rules for life. Make your own way. But to do that, you have to do the work. You have to have an open mind. You have to be a student of life. You have to keep at it, and you cannot lag. It's too easy to be derailed from everything. So what do you have to do to walk this path, to do this training? You have to be disciplined. You have to keep your eyes on the goal, even when everything else is pulling you off the track. And that's not an easy thing to do. It's easy to sit back. It's easy to do nothing. So does that mean that you can never go anywhere, that you can never take a break? No. But you need to see the training and the importance of it. You need to dig in and to make it into something you do all the time. What you want to aim towards is filling your life with training and a perception of that training that will eventually, it'll lead you to realize that training is in everything you do. Making everything training. When I'm out on my board on the ocean, that's training. It's providing insights. 
It's driving me to be better at my jujitsu. It's helping me be better at leading my martial arts school. It helps me navigate through my own emotional and mental mess that we all have. When I'm listening to a podcast or reading a book, I'm getting knowledge that will make my view of combat or leadership or whatever more insightful. But the key thing here is not to give up at it and to keep at it. You're never going to get to a point where you have it all. And if you think you do, you need to get rid of that view. Get rid of your ego. Like I say to my students, you have to train in a way that you can taste it. And you need to chew on it. And that the only people who aren't getting that, who aren't getting better, are the ones who aren't there. The ones who make excuses. Who, as Dogen said, have traveled to far, dusty lands, forsaking their place. So there you go. And I think we're going to go right to today's question now. And it kind of fits right in here. And it's, uh, you talk a lot about training and are very serious about it, but what about fun? Well, um, if you ever come to my academy, you'll know that I like having a good time. I like joking around. Um, if you come to one of my kids' classes, we laugh half the class. But we also work hard and we also train seriously. And the simple truth is that while I'm very serious about my training and what it all means and the massive potential of it all and how important it is, I'm having a ton of fun. Maybe it's serious fun. Maybe sometimes it's serious. But I'm having fun doing it. If you want to do anything for decades or for a lifetime, and I've been doing the martial arts for pushing 40 years, you have to have fun with it. For instance, if you come in sometime and see me rolling in jujitsu, and it might drive the people I'm training with crazy, but you'll often find me humming away with a big smile on my face the whole time I'm doing it. And there might be nothing crazier than a guy choking you out while he's humming a catchy song and smiling, but that's me. I love it. When it's hard, I want more. When it's easy, I want it harder. My main teacher, as some of you know, is legendary martial artist Dan Inosanto, and he always tells us that we need to have fun in our training and to be creative, and that this is the key to learning and continuing in the martial arts or in anything. And I have really tried to make that a cornerstone of my school and how I teach as well. If I inspire my students to do anything, I would hope it would be to find the joy in little things. In the end, the martial arts and our training is about love. And one of the key parts of this love is a love for yourself and what you're doing. If you don't feel that, and if that doesn't inspire you, 
If it doesn't drag you into the dojo, then something is wrong. And maybe you need to find something else that does give you that. So there you go. I think that answers the question. Get out and have fun. So I think that's where we'll end today. Um, again, pick up a copy of Jordan B. Peterson's book. I think you will get something out of it. Some of it will be heavy. Some of it will be light. But you're going to get something out of it. Um, it's a good book. And I will leave that at that. Um, for those of you that have been listening, we are slowly, I've been pretty busy lately, but we are working on building a website uh, for the Warriors Way podcast. Um, keep an eye out for that. You can also find us on our Facebook page, like it or join it or whatever it is that you do. Um, if you listen to us and you hear about these books that we're talking about, and I don't have one of those affiliate pages that pay you like a penny for books to, you know, follow this link, whatever, I could care less. Um, pick up a copy of them though. Um, build yourself a library of books, whether it's in your e-reader or in your room. I think that that's very important and read the things. And also, if there's something that you've read that you're like, wow, this is awesome and he should do something on that, um, let me know. Maybe I've already read it, maybe I haven't read it, and we can add that in there and we can talk about it. Um, the other books that you should check out, and this is where I shamelessly plug myself, um, I've written a bunch of books you can find them on Kobo on your Kindle. You can find them on Amazon as a normal paper copied book. Um, of course, the first one is Warrior's Way, and that is what this podcast is named after. Um, the second one that just came out a few months back is A Wolf in the Woods. And eventually we'll get around to talking about that and my, um, well, my fight with a wolf that inspired that book and inspired me to look at my training in a different kind of way as a result of it. Um, but we'll talk about that later. Keep listening. <laughs> um, and if you're enjoying this, please give us a review on um, whatever it is that you're listening to this on. And that would be great. Um, and I know you guys are listening because I can tell by the amount of people that listen to it. Um, but if you are listening to it and you like it, please give us a plug. That would be fantastic. And while you're at it, plug in away. Uh, tell your friends about the podcast. Um, share it on your social media. Do whatever it is that you do when you let people know about something you think is pretty cool. If it's adding something to your life, maybe it'll add something to other people's lives too, and I would greatly appreciate it. Um, I don't get paid for it. My payment is in seeing that people are actually listening and liking the thing. So there you go. Now you feel guilty and <laughs> you are going to um, give me some stars or give me some thumbs up or give me whatever it is, some words of, wow, thanks for doing this. Um. And outside of that, I don't think I have anything more for today's podcast. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, 
if you have questions that you would like me to um, respond to in our podcast, like I usually do in the end there, um, you can reach me through uh, the Facebook page. You can reach me through the website. Um, you can find me through my school as well, the Eek Academy of Martial Arts in Victoria, British Columbia, Canada, planet Earth. Um, and yeah, that would be great. So get out there and find something that inspires you. Find a martial art and a good teacher and a good school and when you do, hold on to that thing. Because you don't realize how rare that is. You don't realize, unfortunately, in this life how important something is until you toss it. And then you wish that you still had it. And when you find something like that, my advice to you is to hold on to it tight and don't let go. So there you go. Get out there. Have some fun. Train hard be good to people, and be selfless, not selfish. And be a good friend, like I say to my kids' classes. Thanks a lot.